Welcome to the debut episode of What Are We? A new dating podcast brought to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I am one of the hosts, Logan. I'm Lindsay. Um, Logan and I, we met about like two years ago um, through a mutual friend. I think I think it was Jill mm-hmm. who, um, I think I was on Jill's story or something. And yeah, Logan, you were. Um, and I had a, I had a couple classes with Jill in school yeah. and she mentioned you a few times, just like, Oh, I'm going to hang out with my friend, Lindsay, my friend, Lindsay, this, whatever. And, um, yeah, she posted you on her story and I slid up and I was like, Jill, I need to find this woman. I need to get this girl's attention. Yeah. And then we went on a date, um, and it was fun. We yeah. had a great time. We went on a few more dates after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we decided that there was not a romantic connection between us um we just but we became really good friends so we stayed friends for a long time and then like a year and a half later um we tried to date again and it didn't work out again (laughs) (laughs) lasted Um, even shorter of a period of time confirmed that (laughs) we confirmed that we have a really good friendship yes Um, and we you know i go to logan about dating stuff from men's perspective and he comes to me about dating situations from female perspective so um so yeah we we wanted to talk about our dating experiences on a podcast Mm -hmm. and try to be really transparent um about what it's like to date in your 20s yeah in 2020 yeah perfect so yeah um so yeah that's that's how Lindsay and i know each other um yeah we we've been through ups and downs but we Recently, Lindsay has always expressed to me that she's wanted to start something up kind of like this. Um, Lindsay's really good at um, being descriptive and telling stories. And uh, <laughs> and we both realize we kind of suck at the whole relationship life. Yes. Um, so we decided to do this. Um, and a week later, here we are recording the first episode. It was It's that fast, folks. It's... It's that fast. That's how it was for my yeah. for my other podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's our life. So, so I think obviously the first topic we need to cover, given the given the times, mm-hmm. um, is what it's been like dating during quarantine. Like, have you dated during quarantine, or have you just you know kind of taken a break? Are you asking me this question? Yes. Okay. So I, back when the quarantine first started, I found myself um, single, um, but talking to somebody, um, and that somebody has turned into someone that I see regularly. Um, Let's call her Wanda. Um, We'll probably be disguising all of these peoples that we see or talk about with different names just so we don't reveal people's identities. I know how some sure. people feel about that. Yeah. So we won't we won't out anybody, but if they listen, they will know who they are judging from the stories and stuff. Um hopefully not. But hopefully not. But yeah. um but Wanda knows who but she is. Transparent. Yes, 100% transparent. Me and Wanda um that's such a terrible name. You need to pick another name like that. Um me and Wanda, yeah, I'll, I'll think of a better name. Um, me and Wanda are. Can you say my girl, like. If, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I like Wanda though. 
Right. So <laughs> let's go with Wanda. So yeah, and so we we have seen each other quite regularly during quarantine. Um, she knows my parents. She knows my friends. Oh wow! Um, for the most part, um, she's great. Um, I'm very thankful for her um, through these troubling times. Um, and uh, but other than that, um, no, I haven't I haven't really explored anything. I'm kind of happy though. When we first started, we like when we first started like so we called our each other boyfriend girlfriend at one time okay um but then over the past couple months since quarantine started we kind of got into this funk as i'm sure a bunch of other couples out there in the world did of no bars are open no restaurants are open no public places are open our dating life just consists of one of us going to the other per- person's place and watching Netflix or watching a movie or drinking or Thrilling. exactly. Yeah. So it kind of put me um, in this funk of like I'm bored, um, but I'm not blaming her for that. I'm blaming the quarantine situation that we're all struggling with. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so we talked about it and... Um, yeah, we. I I care about this person a lot, and once quarantine is over, it will most likely, you know, skyrocket. We'll be able to do all these new cool things. It'll be summertime. We'll be able to go to pools and hopefully. the lake and parties, and hopefully, you know, I mean, for all for all we know, it gets way worse from here on out. But as as of right now, things are supposedly getting better. I mean. I don't know what parts of the country y'all are in, but Georgia is slowly but surely starting to open things back up. They are opening things back up, but it doesn't mean that yes. the virus is doesn't mean away. that it's okay. But yeah. but yeah, no, there. I mean, there's definitely beginning to be like more opportunities to go out mm-hmm. if you are willing to risk it. Yeah, um, and things like that. But I think there's also a lot of you know like innovative dating ideas during quarantine that have that people have kind of jumped on like um like park dates and like you know meeting up with people through walks and um and like there i know drive-in movies is a big thing right now i saw that Um, that's something that wanda actually recommended that we try and we haven't gotten around to it yet but yeah um, yeah i mean there's things yeah you know you can get creative with um but anyways, so you said that you met her before quarantine? Yeah, we met back in well, we have, we first met like we we met on a dating app. We met on Hinge, I believe. Okay. Way back in like October of last year. Mm-hmm. Um and for a period of time actually, um I was working crazy hours. I never got a break. Like literally never got a break. I was traveling every other week. I never could get the chance to commit and she actually, um, she didn't ghost me, but she decided that um, things weren't going to work out. And then I think I came to her, I believe, we actually went back and looked at the old texts the other day. I came back to her maybe early January, not specific on the dates, maybe, actually, no, no, uh, late November, I think. You went and looked back at old texts. I want to know more about that conversation. <laughs> we No, we were just genuinely curious about who made the first moves, who initiated the first date. We were like... Because you were just curious? Yeah, we were just curious. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one day, I guess when I was napping or something, 
you know, because, you know, when you get a text, it automatically shoots back down to the bottom where the new text comes in. Right, yeah. So she, like, scrolled all the way up. <laughs> oh, my God. And God knows how long that took. But, yeah, that's, um, we reconnected, started going on dates, and then, boom, quarantine happened. Uh, and it kind of just made things weird. So we're kind of in a place that we see each other, we like each other, but um, we're just being cautious. Um, I mean, the other night, was it today, Sunday, Friday night, we went out in public for the first time together on a quote unquote date since uh, quarantine happened. Um, and that was great. Um, there was a few funny din- dinner experiences. Um, but uh, but other than that, I mean, it, it, it felt weird, but also cool to, to come out. Um, so we'll see. We'll take it piece by piece, day by day. Yeah. Um, but the main thing that we, our quote-unquote relationship relies on is um no pressure okay we don't feel the pressure obviously i'd like to see her she'd like to see me but we both have our own lives going on and if i can't see her for two weeks i can't see her for two weeks that's just how it is i'd like to but if we don't there's no skin off her back no skin off of mine wow it's very like i think i'm very different it's a very like I have dated guys who've traveled for work before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, I can definitely work around that. But if I don't see a guy for two weeks, that's I'm going to really struggle. Yeah. With that. Like if I'm if I'm not seeing a guy I really like who I have a thing with for two weeks, that's. Yeah, that's a struggle. That's yeah. And that's not to say it isn't a struggle for us, but like. At the same time, there's not like the added like almost like drama of it's been so long since you've seen me like, come on, like, does work have to be that, you know, like it's not there's never like a an argument of Mm -hmm. you're not putting in the time to come and see me. It's more of just like a we'll see you when we see you. Um, I've always kind of held on to the idea that like no matter how busy a person is or like no matter how preoccupied a person is if someone likes you and cares about you they're going to make time to see you regardless of like how they're feeling or Mm -hmm. whatever yeah you know um but that's just me like i know everybody's different no Um, yeah let tell us about your dating life we got into me what about you um are we talking about pre-quarantine during quarantine like what do you like currently okay but let's do currently and then we can go both go back and talk about our pre-dating styles before quarantine and before wanda and before whatever we can get in our to our pre-dating but first right now okay so i haven't really dated during quarantine Mm -hmm. um i've been you know really good at staying at home um i really only leave the house to like go on a run or go to the grocery store or if there's like an emergency at work i have to go attend to that um but i have been like talking to people from dating apps and stuff um just like getting to know people and um talking to people about like their experiences during during quarantine and my experiences um but recently i would say like I guess it was like a couple of weekends ago now. Um, this guy texted me who I actually met back in September. Um, and we, like back in September, we 
we I think we met on a dating app and we talked a lot um really got to know each other through text and stuff like that and then we had a date planned and then like on the day of the date he said that he had to reschedule um because it was like a really busy time at work and so I was like yeah that's cool we can reschedule um and then I never heard from him again so I I'm normally the type where I'm like you know like if you are gonna want to talk to me or see me like you're gonna text me right but he didn't text me and I had really like you know started to like him and I kind of felt like he was starting to like me too so I just went the extra mile and I texted him again I normally don't do that just because when I have done that in the past it has not (laughs) really worked out in my favor but he explained to me that um you know like an ex had come back into the picture and he was trying to make it work with her so I was like yeah I think you know I think that's really important to try to make it work out with her um and I just wished him the best and then like a couple weekends ago he reached back out to me um and you know I guess obviously it didn't work with the ex um because he was you know wanting to get to know me some more um and eventually go out so I've been talking to him for for a couple of weeks we actually we did a FaceTime date, which was the first ever FaceTime date I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was honestly not like I, I, okay, I just want to take a moment okay. <laughs> to encourage FaceTime dates during quarantine. It's safe. Um, you can still get to know someone the same way. Like he and I dressed up like we would if we went out somewhere. Hmm. We both got a drink. Um, we did like little tours of each other's places. Um, and I feel like FaceTime dates like takes all the pressure off a couple of things that are present during a face-to-face date. Like who is like, are we going to split the bill? Like who's going to get the bill? Mm -hmm. That's, that's off the table. Is he going to kiss me at the end? That's off the table. Right. Like just, there's all these like additional pressures and like stresses that are there, um, during a face-to-face date that are not there during a virtual date. But anyway, I thought it was great. Um, it lasted a really long time. I yeah. had a great time with him. He's really funny, um, really sweet guy. And then I think it was like the next day we decided to go to the protest together downtown um, in honor of George Floyd and um, police brutality right now. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Um, I met his sister and his friend. Mm-hmm. So it was like a lot at once, but um, but it was great. And then, and then yeah, we're just seeing where it goes. We're yeah, just seeing where it goes with that. But um, I will say we were supposed to hang out yesterday, and he kind of ditched me because he said he was tired. So I kind of take that as he's not into it, but. And even you, like, I think I read you the text, and you said that it was kind of a bullshit text. It kind of sounds like a lame excuse, in my opinion. It sounds like something I would say to, like, or anybody to say to, like, eh, it, it, you know, I hate the excuse of, like, I'm tired. Like, Well, he didn't say I'm tired. He was just like, yeah. I stayed up really late, mm-hmm. and, like, I know we had kind of had plans to hang out today, but, like, I'm just going to relax today if that's okay with you. And I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. Because, like... It is totally fine. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel like girls kind of perceive that as, like... I don't want to see you. Like, exactly what I was saying earlier. Like, if if I'm tired and I like someone, 
I don't give a shit if I'm tired. Like, I'm right. going to go see you. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll just see where it goes. I... I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like because dating during quarantine, I've listened to a number of podcasts also, and they've all said similar things of like when somebody, you know, we've all been trapped inside, right? When somebody doesn't text you back during During quarantine, quarantine? it's almost like a bigger punch in the face as if they didn't punch or like if they didn't text you back, um, you know, without quarantine, but like, most of us are just sitting at home doing nothing. The fact that like some people can't get a text back, it's like it's like <laughs> all right, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he I really I I really like him. So, um, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and see what happens. I just like to feel really desired. You yeah. know, like I think I speak for a lot of women um when I say it's just difficult to find someone at this age who just like wants to be with you 24-7? No, no. I, you know that I don't. Like, yeah. I'm independent, but I'm not, I'm not trying to be, like, codependent on anyone. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, girls want to feel desired. Yeah. And, and, like, sought after. Yeah. But anyways, um, that's kind of, yeah, men kind Current of lack search. that quality. What? Of, like, showing They're that just they. really, like, nonchalant. Yeah, I feel like I think a lot of guys, especially our age, post college, yeah. um, are very just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like if it works out, it works out. It works like, out. It works I'm out. Give like maybe forty percent. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people um, that that have that uh, mentality. My mentality. Yeah. Um, I used to be like that. Um, I mean, I I still kind of am because. Part of me thinks like, oh, if it's meant to be, it'll be because that because whenever you ask from dating advice from somebody, everyone's always like, oh, if it'll be, it'll be, you know, like I'm tired of hearing that shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm also tired of hearing? What? I'm tired of like, oh. when, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm about to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I do. I when do. When it doesn't work out with a guy, your friends are like, Lindsay, just like focus on yourself. Like use this time to really like self-reflect, really self-reflect and like focus on what you like to do and like what makes you happy and just kind of like, you know, have some one-on-one time with yourself. And I'm just like, all I do (laughs) is focus on myself. That's all I like. Literally, what what else is a single person supposed to do? Like I cook for myself. I clean for myself. I look in the mirror at myself, tell myself I'm beautiful every day, and that I love myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I go shopping for myself. Drink wine by I yourself. I exercise for myself. I don't drink a lot of wine, but oh. but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I, all I do is just spend time with myself. I'm like over it. I yeah. wanna I wanna cook for somebody else. Like I wanna do nice things for someone else. I wanna like give what I have taught to myself to another person to another person i mean that's the whole entire point of finding companionship and dating but um but yeah i'm really over that whole that whole statement of like focus on yourself i'm like bitch this is what i do all the time (laughs) i focus on myself 12 out of the 24 hours a day (laughs) more than oh yeah more than like 15 16 but yeah, I I totally hear you. So let's go back before before quarantine, um, and let's just talk about our dating styles before then. I'll I'll, I'll rattle it off first. Um, 
I was on a bunch of dating apps. A bunch? Define them all. Like, what are, what well, I don't want to say a bunch now that I say it out loud. Um, I was on Tinder at one point in time, and I was on Bumble. Okay. However, Bumble never did anything for me. I, I agree with that. I rarely got matches. I rarely, and if I did, I rarely got the message first. Um, so I just like all together before, you know, maybe last fall, last summer, whenever I was on them really, really actively, I was like, screw Bumble. I'm not going to put any effort into, into Bumble. <laughs> Is it because you kept matching people and no one <laughs> messaged well, you? Well, either that or just like, I would see the same people that I'd see. Like everybody is on, you know, all of those apps. You see the same people sometimes, so, especially yeah, if you keep true. it within your area, yeah. you'll start to see the same people. Uh-huh. Um, and I would see people on Tinder that I've matched with and then people on Bumble that I have. And it's like, and then some people like delete the app and they're never on the app. That's the problem. I think Tinder, this is a whole other topic for another day, but I feel like Tinder and Bumble and all those apps should deactivate people's accounts if they're not active for more than two months or something. I don't know. Right. I don't know. And I also want to say that like all of those apps are exactly the same. Like oh, yeah. I, I know some people who are like on Hinge and they're like, they don't have a Tinder and they're like, oh, I would never use Tinder. Like Tinder's so gross. I'm like, it's all the same concept. Like, Girl, the guy that you just matched with on Hinge is also on Tinder. Yeah. So yeah. like, let me just, he's just fronting himself differently on Hinge Correct. and at Hinge, which I was on, which is where I met Wanda. Um, Hinge was my favorite out of all of them. I think Hinge was better than the whole, because at the end of the day, yes, we all want somebody that we are attracted to, and that's what Bumble and Hinge or Bumble and Tinder. Oh, it's all about front. It's all about it's physical all appearance. About, yeah. um, Hinge is more just like, look at my dog, look at my friends, look at my car, look at my. Look at how I feel about yeah, what I do on a typical at, Sunday. Look at my brunch. <laughs> look at you know yeah. whatever. Right. I, I enjoy that more because it's more than just looking and reading their bio on tinder and saying like oh they like brunch like every other person ever right um it more is it 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 just feels more personable can we get more creative on can we be a little bit more original like we know you like to hike okay (laughs) like let's let's do away with that we know you like to travel there's no point in putting that in your bio because that's what everybody likes. Let's yeah. let's be a let's spend spend yeah. spend a few extra minutes. Yeah. What do you like? Don't put what the social. Yeah, we know you like to lift. We get it. Pretend pretend like you're applying to an Ivy League school and they need to know what's unique about you. <laughs> Girls, we we are tired of seeing the caption that says where to find me at the party wherever the dog is yeah we get it you love dogs we get it be original liking dogs isn't a personality trait yeah (laughs) we won't go too hard into dating apps because that's going to be a a topic we cover like completely in one episode we'll we'll go over all dating apps but i was all over them um especially hinge and um i matched um, with a lot of people, and I went on a lot of first dates, um, some of them second or third dates, um, but it, they never went really anywhere serious, maybe to a hookup, maybe here and there, but um, they never really led. I actually have some pretty good stories that we'll actually we'll have to expand on later. We'll have a segment that we'll go into later, but um, yeah, we... Uh, I just dated around all the time. There was there was a time if you could ask my roommate or some of my 
friends, shouts to Jordan, shouts to Turner, um, that I would go on a date maybe three or four times a week with a different person. I was yeah. scheduling my life around di- first dates and it stuff. Can really, it can really suck you in and it, like consume yeah. your schedule. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it added up too. I mean, I, that, there was at one point where I was realizing I'm spending like almost $100 a week on first dates. Don't need to be doing that. Okay. That's I, irresponsible. Can I just like, I don't know if this is like the right part of the podcast to say this, but that just reminded me a good reason to not do that is because one time. <laughs> oh God. Because one time I had two dates scheduled d- during the week and I went on one date. I think it was like a Wednesday. It went great. Then I had another date the night after, which was a Thursday night. Mm. And when I was on a date with that guy, no. the guy from the first night <laughs> saw me. <laughs> and then he texted me. He was like, LOL, I just saw you walking with your date. How's your date? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, so, I mean, but also, like, people can't expect, like, people can't, like, if you're in a dating app, like, people know that you're dating other people. Like, unless you're trying to, like, you know. Unless you're trying to pop Cuff that this? question. Yeah. yeah. Then, then I mean, come on. But um, but actually, I do want to mention, like, I want to ask you, how do you feel about talking to multiple girls at a time? Because I'm somebody who cannot talk to multiple men at a time. Like, I have to talk to one guy at a time. Otherwise, it gets way too overwhelming. And it's impossible for me to develop feelings for a guy if... I'm talking to someone else at the same time. Yeah. So I went through a phase. It was around that period of time where I was on hinge and I, um, I really just, uh, I talked to several people at the same time. Um, not, not saying all this stuff, like I'm proud of it or anything. Cause looking back, that's, it, it is, it does get overwhelming. And sometimes you, you're in a conversation with one person. You're like, oh, well, didn't you and you, didn't we watch the the movie together? And they're like, no. Oh and it's God. like, oh my God, I'm mixing <laughs> up girls now. <laughs> oh um, Actually, good story. Wanda makes, makes jokes all the time about whenever I ask her if we did something, she's like, no, that's your other girlfriend. That's Can girlfriend we, number four. We need to stop calling her Wanda. Okay. What are we calling her? Just Maybe say, a more just normal say my girl. girl. Just say my girl. Okay. When my girl. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. You can call her whatever. I yeah, just I'm don't gonna, like Wanda. Yeah, sounds... I'll, I'll find a new one. I'll yeah. call her something different each time. Okay. When Olivia and I were, um, yeah, she she makes that joke all the time that like, oh, you must have done that with your other girlfriend. Um, but yeah, it, it, it got hectic and um, I don't necessarily want to like condone talking to more than one person, but you need to go at it cautiously and smartly, not like I did. Smartly. Smartly. Not a word, but it is now. Um, yeah. Um, it, it's some, It's one of those – I don't want to describe it like you're playing a game, but it's one of those things that's easy to do but difficult to master. No, I used to, I used to um, have this strategy where I would make sure I was talking to more than one guy at a time so I would never get hurt. You had backups. And Yeah, backups. And that – let me tell you guys, that does not work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. You need to you need to stop doing that, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, please. <laughs> because it's not only does it not work, but it gets overwhelming and there's just like you're not going to be happy like that. 
Like, the only way you can be happy with someone is if you just give your undivided attention to that person and really get to know them and really try to connect with them. I mean, like, the multiple multiple people at a time thing. It's exhausting, and it's just... so People are going to get hurt. Yeah. And um, there's this phrase that a lot of guys use. I'm not sure if girls use it, so I'm eager to see what you say about this. Do girls ever use the phrase, quote, like keep them in the pocket no do girls ever I've, use that okay I've never heard of that so no. this is a thing that guys use um i've heard it tossed around by a couple friends and at first the first time i th- heard of that was like huh get in the pocket and they're like yeah when you put something in your pocket you're saving it for later so picture yourself chasing this guy and really really hot really amazing just per- basically the the guy you whatever that you're seeing where it goes now and then tomorrow he gets a girlfriend but you're thinking oh, we just went on a day last week we had the best time there's no way this is relationship is gonna last so I will, i'll stop talking to him but i'm keeping him in the pocket okay in case that relationship ends no, and then I i'll pull that, that right back out of the pocket and start jumping on him again no i can't i can't speak for everyone when i say this but like when a guy tells you like when a guy shows you through his actions that he is not into you mm. then I get rid of that person yeah. and move on. Like bye bye. I have always said, <laughs> <laughs> never run for a bus, train, or a man. Oh, because when one leaves, another arrives. Wow, I love that. <laughs> I have never heard that, but I one thousand percent a wise woman. Can that told be? That. Can that be your campaign slogan one day? Um, what am I running for? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> dating, dating leader. Dating leader of the free world. <laughs> um, but but yeah. So I just like if someone doesn't want to be with me, I just like I'm not gonna be happy about like I'm sad about it, but like I'm not going to dwell on it, and I'm just gonna move on. Yep. Bye bye. Logan's laughing because he knows that's not true. <laughs> but <laughs> no, like I I will definitely be sad about it. Um, but I'm not. I'm not going to let that like I'm not going to keep that person in my pocket. I'm not going to let them come back whenever they want because they had their chance and they had their chance with this and yeah, they blew it. They blew it. So I want to jump to the concept of um Rona significant others. Oh, sure. Like a Corona boyfriend. Corona like a girlfriend. Corona boyfriend, a Corona girlfriend, a Corona hookup buddy, whatever. Do you have anybody in your life that is a Corona, like, that you are almost keeping also in the pocket that you will fall back on, that will give you attention? And, like, is there any boy that is in that phone that you know if you get hurt you could just text them? Text them for companionship or sex or what? Yes. All of the above? All of the above. Um, no, you don't think so? No, because the guys I pre like the guys I have in my phone are guys that I previously mm-hmm. spoke with and had relationships before quarantine. And I don't like, I'm just not the type to just like go back to that. Brings up a great point. Okay, quarantine, you mentioned this, we can touch on this also. Quarantine has emerged quarantine has brought ghosts out of the woods oh my god people who (laughs) have once ghosted i can't tell you like and it's not 
<laughs> Shouts to Jordan. Okay. Um, it's not that like. Oh, sorry. This is we have an interruption. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, He's fine. You're fine. You're kidding. fine. Doesn't matter. I'm Jordan just... is a person that Logan's gets name dropped all the time in all the pods. Yeah. So <laughs> the listeners know who he is. Six times, sorry. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm not saying like you know, there's like a million guys I've talked to or whatever, but I'm just saying that <laughs> I have received so many times. And okay, for example, this is just a prime example. I went on a date with this guy, one date with this guy, like two years ago, maybe two and a half at this point. Um, we had a great time, but we didn't go on a second date because I think he like ghosted me or something. And then like a month into quarantine he texted me and he was like hey like I know this is probably really way overdue but could we like get a drink and catch up sometime I had to ask who it was because I didn't I don't I didn't have the number anymore in my phone when he reminded you who he was did you know yes okay yeah well yeah because I just explained it but I'm saying like he okay first of all no Second of all, <laughs> where are we going to go get a drink during quarantine? It's not going to be in my apartment, and it's not going to be in your apartment. Mm-hmm. That's what he's getting at. Yeah. So I'm like, I didn't even respond. Yeah. But, like, that's the level of, like, desperation that these men are in right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like t- I'm talking two years ago. Yeah. Went on one date, and that was it. Yeah. You know what I did yesterday is I went through my blocked contacts list, and as of this point, when I block someone – um, which isn't super often. Um, when I block someone, I will delete their contact because I'm like, yeah, I'm blocking them. I'm never talking to them again, whatever. So I went through my blocked contacts list yesterday and it was just a bunch of numbers. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, all right, we're going to do this. And Had I texted, texted every single one of these people and was like, who is this? I'm trying to figure out why I blocked Logan, you. That's weird. And every single person, I have no idea why I blocked them because we were all friends at one Logan, that's weird. Yeah, I know. Why did you do that? Because I was bored and I wanted to clear my blocked list. No, okay. But now my blocked list just consists of people who, A, should have been blocked in the first place. And I was like, oh, yep, I remember why. And you then have to block robots. Them, you just delete their number. You don't have to, like. Yeah. I'm not a big blocker. A lot of people are on the like blockchain. You just explained that you were a big blocker. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I don't really. The only thing I'll block someone on is social media. I'm on public. You can look at my shit. Look at my Twitter. Look at my Instagram. I'm not on private. Anyone can follow me. I don't care. I'm not a 12-year-old kid that's concerned about older, creepy predators. I mean, no one's out there trying to be a predator to me. Let's just get that out there. (laughs) No one's trying to kidnap me. Yeah. So um, the only reason I will block you is if I no longer want you to see what's going on in my life. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, because I'm on public. Why am I in public? Because I'm an influencer. <laughs> I should probably do that. Yeah, go public. No, I'm... Well, no, because I can't with my job, but... Oh, yeah, true. But, like, there have been... Like, I've had several situationships with men that I have unfollowed on social media because mm-hmm. it just is... It helps me get over it yeah. if I just don't see... Like, out Their of sight, stuff. out of mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 100%. 
but um but they still follow me and watch my shit every single day so it's like i still see them watching my shit so i need to like i need a dvr instagram has this new thing that i've noticed if you unfollow somebody there's a little pop-up will will pop up and will be like do you want to remove them as a follower Oh. I've seen this happen only a couple times, but it's for people who, you know, mutually follow each other. Because I've unfollowed oh, people I've on my other podcast page, and I've unfollowed them as, as do you want to remove them? Okay, like, I've seen the remove maybe? button. I've maybe. seen the remove button. Yeah. That's kind of cool, because then you're on private, they will never see your shit again, and maybe they won't I'm know. subconsciously keeping them in my pocket. Maybe you are. Damn. But I don't even have their number. I have no way to. Yeah. Okay. Slide anyway, into them DMs. Think about that later. Um, <laughs> You're gonna think about this post post pod. Post pod. Um, okay. Any other thoughts about quarantine before we move on to the next seggy? Um. I hate myself for saying seggy. I just want to say, stop stop going around hooking up with people during quarantine. Yeah. Instead of asking people if they're clean. That also includes now Corona. Yeah, we need to just like stay inside and Can like just... have sex with yourself. It's way better that way, anyways. Is it? Yeah, because like you know what you like, what you like better than anyone. Yeah, so just like yeah, just just don't. Just just Please. don't be don't be spreading the Rona. So so that this can be over sooner. Yes. Okay. I agree. All so right. a segment that we want to do regularly on this pod is reading off stories submitted by other people about horrific dates yes horrific dates horrific hookups whatever it may be um we have two submissions so far Lindsay, um you want to do one i'll do the other you want to do both how do you want to do it are we going to do both sure we can do the two and then next time we'll come back with a couple okay Let's do Let's do this one first. Okay. Okay. Read it off. All right. This one is called This one is titled <laughs> <laughs> Drugs, Helicopters and the Things That Can Get You High. Okay. It says, "All right, friends, settle in. It's story time." As nearly every girl in her mid-20s living in a semi-new town going through a breakup, I joined the trifecta of dating apps, Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge. I was going out, having a good time, and living my best questionable life. Of course, the bad seed in the trifecta, Tinder, strikes again. I match with a guy. He is cute. He is funny. His pickup lines are just original enough. We decide to meet up, but he gets pushy and insistent on meeting that night when I get off work. At that time, I worked at a place that involved being outside a fair amount of the day as well as working with children, so unsuitable for a post-work date in every way. But I'm a pushover and agreed to meet him at a Mexican place near my apartment. He lived nearby as well. I roll up to the restaurant in all my glory, and there he is with all of the charm in the world turned on and the pushiness gone. He holds the door open. He lets me sit first to choose my side of the booth. He suggests Marg's. All great signs of a first date. He talk, we talk about relationships, what we are looking for, and things that we enjoy. We cover all the first date basics, including the ever-standard so what do you do for a living? He tells me that he's a helicopter parts salesman. And I think to myself, that's a first. That's a pretty cool job. And then I don't really think any more of it. He goes on to tell me that he is on call. 
which also seems not out of the ordinary. Helicopters are used for emergencies. If they break, they need to be fixed ASAP. Still, no red flags popping up. Bless my heart. So after a marg or three, I agree to go back to his place with him, with my location turned on, and my trusty best friend ready to call 911 and or go taken on his ass. <laughs> we head to his place. He turns on the office, and we sit on we sit down on the couch. When most people get home, they get comfortable, take their shoes off, relax. Well, for him, this means removing a large wad of cash rolled with a rubber band and removing a concealed weapon from a holster at his ankle, both of which he put on the coffee table in front of me. Red flags appear, but you can't just dip on someone who just pulled out a gun, so I stayed. We ended up making out on the couch and moving into the bedroom. We hook up. I would rate it NC-17, but not quite R. Okay, maybe R. But we stop at oral and don't do anything else. Then his phone rings. He reminds me that he is on call and he just received a call and needs to get down to the airport. All of this is checking out with what he told me before, except the more guns and the more money. He grabs another roll of cash and another gun. Our count is now two guns, two rolls of cash. Cash in pockets, one gun in waistband, one gun back on the ankle. He walks me out and says, text me when you get home so I know you got there okay. So I follow the instructions of the nice man with the guns and text him when I got home. Ghosted. (laughs) So I naturally tell this story to my mother, PG-13 version of course, and she is just staring at me open-mouthed. I'm thinking to myself, she's about to lecture my ass about going into a strange man's house. My mother looks me dead in the eyes, shakes her head a little, and says, he is a drug dealer. No, mom, he was on call. He was a helicopter parts salesman. (laughs) She then calls me by my first and middle name and says, he's a drug dealer. He sells the things that you get high on. My mother had to inform me that I not only went on a date with a drug dealer, went to his house with him, and got run out on for a deal, but that I also got ghosted by a drug dealer. Remember, kids, crack is whack. (laughs) (laughs) That, okay. before we dissect anything in there, that is the, the greatest, like, this person needs to become an author. I feel like that would happen to me. Like, because... Because this girl that this happened to, there was no red flags. And all she was trying to do was trust somebody. Yep. I feel like that's how I get into every single (laughs) bad situation I'm in. Because I'm like, okay, in order for my dating life to escalate at all, I need to be able to trust someone. So I, like, trust them. And then you, like, you're not knowing who they are until you spend more time with them and something like this happens um but i refuse to like not trust people so i can understand what this girl like this girl should not feel guilty about what happened but that's crazy i would have been out of there as soon as i saw him take the gun out of his way she said you can't run away from someone who just pulled out a gun yeah, me and um, a friend of mine actually have a system of getting out of bad dates. Sure, like um, everyone. Like everybody. Um, we both will pretend to be the other's father calling to <laughs> to be picked up from the airport because his ride got ah, messed up. Okay, that's a good one. Um, which isn't a crazy thing. I mean, we live in Atlanta, the, the busiest airport in the world. People fly in and out all the time. It just so and happens. And it's not that, something where you can bring the date with you because it's like you're going to get your no, dad. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get my dad. And this will go into a story I will tell on a later episode. But um, 
I've used it a couple times, and I've had to for wow. significant reasons. Okay. And um, uh, that friend knows who he is. Shouts to Turner. Um, yeah. So, so this is a great story. I love that story. Yeah, um, very descriptive. Thank you for writing, that, thank in. You that, for writing awesome. that in. We we reached out to a few friends just to pull back the curtain and told people to submit some stuff. Um, yeah. By the way, if you have a funny or bad or yes. just traumatic dating story, um, you can submit it to What Are We 2020? What Are We Podcast oh, 2020? Are, so I'm sorry. What You're Are fine. We Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Yes. Submit them. Be as all topics are on the table uh, in regards to dating. It could be a bad hookup, a bad relationship, a bad breakup, bad dates, um, anything that you think uh, would make for a good story and be as um, – Sorry, uh, be as descriptive as you want, just like that last one. That was a really good, well-written story. Mm-hmm. Um, Had suspense. And, of course, you will be kept anonymous. We will not read off your name. Um, if, if you need to include names in your story, just change them, and we will read them as you change them. So, yeah. yeah. So, with that being said, I'll read the other one. A little bit shorter of a story, but still um, okay. something a little interesting. So, this one is... Um, Uh, The subject line reads is, so many questions. So she starts off by saying, "Um, I met this guy on Hinge one time. We'll call him Frank. Frank seemed like a super cool guy. We talked for a bit and he asked me out. So I said yes. The day before our date, he texts me a little before lunch and tells me that that he was able to work from home that day and asked if I wanted to get lunch with him. Things seemed pretty cool with him, so I said sure. First mistake. We met at this place close to my work. For background, my work usually gives us discounted food, so no one hardly ate out. We ordered our food, sat down, and not five minutes later, 12 of my coworkers walked through the door. 12. It was awkward to say the least, but by the end of the lunch, I knew we wouldn't work out. Fast forward to the next day. Time for our real date. He was almost 10 minutes late to the restaurant. Then we get our food, uh, which is the only highlight of the evening. I start to think this isn't as bad as I thought. And then the flashcards came out. He wrote cards with 30 plus questions on them. He proceeded (laughs) to have us go through all of them. When we managed to escape the restaurant, who we were, who were we to see except three of his best friends on the patio? Frank then proceeded to tell them all about our date, including the flashcards and talked about how awesome it was right in front of me. Safe to say that that was the last time I saw Frank. I ended it a day later. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> oh, my God. So, what, what would you do if a, a if girl? A girl just whips out flashcards? Out, I feel like that's very Leslie Nope. That is very Leslie Nope or Michael Scott or just somebody that doesn't have a damn clue. Yeah. Um, I would probably make a joke about it to her face and be like, Going old-fashioned, right? Or did you study? Or something stupid, like a terrible dad I joke. I, would, I think I would go with it. Yeah, I, oh, I would totally go with it and entertain it. Because, but the thing is, that the only thing that strikes me as weird for this is that I like dates that aren't just us going back and forth. Like, what's your mom do? What, do you have what's siblings? Your do? What's your favorite color? Can you ask that? 
uh, I'll say, like, tell me about your parents. What do okay. they do? Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Tell, okay. Uh, tell me about your friends. What do you study in school? Like, I think da- the best dates are the ones that are, like, free-flowing conversation yeah. without, like, the pressure of having to ask, quote-unquote, date questions, which is what this dude was totally doing. He was trying to be creative. Yeah, I get it. Maybe he was trying to get a laugh out of it. Maybe. I mean, yeah, don't I knock like it till I you try to, it, I guess. We need to know more. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think some of these stories are also going to be great if they're followed up with more information. Yeah. So we can reference back and be like, oh, by the way, we got um, a follow-up, which also would uh, call for people who are new listeners to go back and listen to those previous stories so that they know what's going on. But those are the two stories. Thank you for those two people who submitted. We have a lot more coming. I've gotten a lot of people tell me over the past couple of days that they're going to send some stuff in. Okay. Um, you know, we, we, we all are friends with people that are our age, so all of us have experienced at least one or two weird things. Yeah. Um, I've definitely experienced a couple. I can't wait to hide my, my identity. In, yeah, we'll have to run a few in, of ours. By. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I'll do one of mine next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I, think, um, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I think it was great. Did you think so? Yeah. This was our first time, guys. This is this is Lindsay's... We have a plethora of other things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we don't want to do them all on the first epi unless it re- relates to quarantine. Do you have more to say about quarantine? I don't think so. I think I got my, I think I got my point across. I think we did. Yeah. I think we did pretty well. So we have so many plans for future episodes, gang. Um, we're really excited to uh, bring you all this stuff. It's been a... It's been a thing that we've been uh, talking about for a while, and I'm, I'm glad that it's finally happening. Um, so, um, yeah, without further ado, um, I'm going to have, by the time this episode goes live, I'm going to have an Instagram account set up so that we can post when new episodes drop. Um, so go follow What Are We Podcast on Instagram. I think that's the username that i set up for if you want you can follow me logan lewis 96 on instagram as well Lindsay, do you want to plug yourself as well um i'm lens in low places like friends in low places oh my god (laughs) (laughs) friends in low places by garth brooks that's amazing it's a great (laughs) but it's l-i-n-d-s in low places so yeah so we're going to be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google to start out. I'm going to work to get the pod on Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher as well. Um, yeah. There you go. Thanks, Logan. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.